Happy to be joined now in the Goodyear Hotline by Abby Greensfelder, the founder and CEO of Every Woman Studios, which is putting out a film I can't wait to see, LFG. If you don't know what that stands for, you should be watching a whole lot more U.S. Women's National Team soccer and NWSL and just soccer in general because LFG is the rallying cry of our uh, great female athletes from that team and also the name of the film set to talk about the uh, quest for equal pay and everything else relating to some of the most popular and beloved women athletes in our country. Abby, thanks so much for the time. I'm so excited for this movie. When you look at this ongoing fight for equal pay, how do you decide how to approach that in the film as it's not yet resolved? Yeah, it's a really good question. And first off, thanks so much for having me on the show. Um, And Sarah, love all you've done, particularly talking about sort of women's stories and sports. So kudos to you. Um, And Jason, you're also awesome. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I... I think this is a great story. You know, it's a cultural touchstone for us as women now. And really the story sort of mirrors a story that as women we all can relate to, which is the issue of being paid equally. Um, But in thinking about how to tell this story, when the women on International Women's Day in 2019 Um, when they announced their lawsuit on International Women's Day. And I read the story, um, and I had talked to someone close to the team. I thought to myself, this is a story that needs to be told, right? Because here you have women all banding together as a group to do something that they feel like is right, but takes enormous bravery and courage and is really hard to do, which is to sue your employer, your employer who you've spent your whole career preparing and wanting to work for. And so to, to try and tell that story required figuring out a way to do it right. And the way that we felt we would do the story most justice is to really tell it in the voices of the women themselves. So we very much wanted to get members of the team, both current and past to take us inside this fight, which as you all may know, has been going on for many, many years in terms of trying to get equality and parity between the women's U.S. women's soccer team and the U.S. men's soccer team, and frankly, just for women in sports in general. So um, I partnered with uh, filmmakers at Fine Films, and we together, alongside Propagate Content, our other partner, felt that you know we really wanted to tell this through a very personal lens versus doing kind of a history of the U S team or um, so in that sense of it's a very personal film and it's a very intimate film and follows these sort of verite moments with them through this fight, which I think makes it feel very, makes it feel very personal and relatable. For sure. And with that being said, Abby, like when you're looking at the fight and you're right, it's been going on for a very long time. Where's the wall? Like, where's the resistance in the fight to to to, to just to accomplish quality when it comes to pay? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think that it's a very complex issue, and making this film and trying to understand the different pay structures and the way that the the economics work is very complex. But basically, you know, when you get down to it, you have a situation where you know you have FIFA on the one hand who's the purse for winning the World Cup is not equal right between what 
what women's teams get and men's teams get, but that's not the focus of the lawsuit. The lawsuit is really as it relates to U.S. soccer, who employs both the men and the women's teams. How is that? How is the pay there divided? And really, it goes down to um, both the question of are the women paid the same and is the rate of pay the same? And effectively, no, it hasn't been. So the women have had to win more games and ostensibly compete better in order to get paid the same or more than men. In fact, they actually got paid more over the period of time that this lawsuit was um, investigated. And that was because they were so successful. They won all their friendlies, they won a bunch of World Cups. They won everything. (laughs) So the kind of, I think the very relatable metaphor here for kind of every woman anywhere, anyone who's not paid the same as a counterpart because of uh, an issue that's not related to your skill, because I think we could all see objectively that these women are the best at what they do in the world. Like, undisputably, their record is unrivaled. But they... For the same job, they have had to work or achieve, you know, 5X or 7X to make the same amount. And that's not what equal looks like. So it's about the goal here is to recalibrate. You know, their goal is to recalibrate that. And on this journey, what we learn is how hard it is to, to achieve that, you know, because the question of the walls, there are a lot of walls. You know, right. there is... Well, and Abby, you know, the they're fighting their own federation. Like your point, they're, they're fighting exactly. their own employer who they also need in order to continue competing. It's a monopoly in the sense that and they can't go successful. play elsewhere for the same, same thing. Um, and again, to remind people, this is... And we're talking to Abby Greensfeld, the founder and CEO of Every Woman Studios and her upcoming film, LFG, about the U.S. Women's National Team and their equal pay fight. A reminder that this is very different than, say, the WNBA because this is a nonprofit federation whose stated goal is to grow the game for boys and girls women and men so the inequalities in funding for the men's and girls and boys and women's programs um is is intrinsic to what they're supposed to be doing is inequality of the support and that's why this fight is so frustrating um for for many and of course because of the success they've had you know abby i'm curious because you know every woman studios is about telling female focused stories and i wonder in your time in the industry where you've done other, you know, iconic things like say yes to the dress, which by the way, I watched like every day before my wedding. Um, <laughs> what was a final moment or incident that made you think, you know, we need every woman studios. I want to, you know, address the gender gap and, and actually create something that answers to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you watched say yes to the dress. I've learned <laughs> learned more about a lines and oh my gosh, yeah, uh, mermaid cuts and all these <laughs> things over the years. Um, I think that you know I came up through the media business at a time of enormous organic growth, and I actually was both have been both a network executive and a production executive. One of the things that I've seen especially in the unscripted business, which is sort of real stories, documentaries, unscripted, is that, you know, when I was at Discovery, there are these certain spaces, you know, outdoor science, natural history, um, exploration, that all for whatever reason just have men in them. And the thinking went because these channels were male skewing, you know, like ESPN had a male skewing audience, that therefore that audience would not tolerate women in those content spaces. 
And so this is something I felt keenly, both as someone who was programming these channels for years and then as a producer was developing shows. And, you know, we would, I would do my best as a producer to have different kinds of people in these spaces, but often, you know, it's the same, we see the same kind of people over and over again. So I very much felt that in order to kind of switch out that cycle um, of only men will watch male skewing programs and only women will watch female skewing programs, well, why couldn't we just have women in these stories that's appealing to everyone in the same way that, you know, women will watch men and, right, it's all about entertaining content. So really that was the impetus for every woman was to find a way to put women in the story but make it appeal to everyone. But to do that in a way, like a story like LFG, I do think that this is a story that will appeal to all audience, male, female, you know, old and young, because of the swagger of these characters, because of their personalities, because of their bravery of the fight. And it's a dramatic story. Yeah. Um, it just so happens that these are women that are the central characters in the story. And by the way, they are not all the same. And that's part of what our mission is at Every Woman Studios is to put, you know, gradation around characters and give some shade to the differences that we're not all the same. So that was really the impetus was just seeing that there were these gaps and wanting to do something about it. I love it. And yeah, I think these women are a perfect subject for that. As I like to say, they were not just aspirational to me, but eventually became instructional. And it was, I don't want to just dream of being you, but I want to follow your lead in the choices that you're making in your lives and the ways that you're reacting to society and the limitations it's put on you. So I can't wait to see the movie. I can't wait to, um, you know, to uh, get into conversations about the movie once it's out. Uh, people will be able to see it on HBO Max on June 24th. The world premieres at the Tribeca Film Festival June 17th. Abby Greensfelder, thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Abby. Thank you guys so much, and I appreciate uh, all that you're doing to talk about, especially women in sports that you do regularly on your show. So thank you for that. Of course.